What's up, everyone? Freaky Friday here at Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the daily fantasy app. They're going to match the first 100 bucks using the promo code MMN. Download that bad boy for free. If it's free, it's for me. It's the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, Big Johnny Stud, coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always, coming out the chair, as always, to bring you this, the fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere, tell your friends, and you can take that one to the bank. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio pod, and I'm going to ask for a like as soon as I earn it in a few minutes. You know, that stuff really matters on YouTube, as silly as it sounds. Think about that. We're judging each other by cartoon thumbs. Hey, how many cartoon thumbs are you worth? Well, I'll tell you what, you people are really stepping up and I see it. That like number really going up. It really does mean the world. It's insane. It really is. It's crazy. All right, let's get into it, everyone. Doing the thing that we do, me, you, the Cork Stats crew, and the three pillars of profit here at the Mayo Media Net. If you're unfamiliar, welcome aboard. We're watching those numbers kind of creeping up slowly. Why? Because we're bringing the heat every single effing day. Oh my goodness, man. The one-man band, the Italian Tasmanian devil, but it really stems from all of you as well. This is where I get my power from. This is where the energy comes from, the interaction, watching people get better, get smarter. This has been so much fun, and we're making money. Yesterday was a little bit rough in jock market, but I mean, you listen, you gotta understand these things do happen, but also, we got bailed out at the last minute on the total base prop. My boy Zeke Duran came through and got the Texas Ranger run line across. Man, it was very funny. Yesterday is a perfect kind of microcosm, right? Let's start off with a lesson before we get going. Perfect little microcosm on how to deal emotionally with baseball. And it's also part of why I hate, if you followed my work for years, I really do appreciate that. But I hate day games. I hate getaway games. I despise these things. I don't know if it's wonky and guys are thinking about the plane and playing golf on the day off. I don't know what it is. I have not been able to backtest anything pertinent. I've even went and reached out to Derek Hardy. Specifically, I remember reaching out to Derek early on in my career and asking him if he had anything day versus night. Because I always seem to get crushed during the day. I would look at my own results and they were poor during the day. Now, that's not good enough to make a determination. But I would stay away from those. Figure and save myself some work. Really focus on the main slates. And I kind of took off from there. So yesterday we got crushed in Toronto. It was just about as bad as Gaussman looked. Gaussman looked like the gas can of old. They got smoked by the Orioles. You know, looking really depressing and all that stuff. And then it was going poorly after that. San Diego, who scored. Luke Voigt was very poor. So it was like down in the dumps. You get ready to take your L for the day. Which again, happens. And always why risk management at the four. Why we're able to succeed betting baseball every day for years at a time you know if you don't think that there are stretches of being bad even very bad that you just can't believe it then you're wrong you haven't been doing this long enough right your expectations are probably a bit skewed over the long term we expect to win let's make no mistake but that's why we're doing the work we do here let's get up into the thing before the weekend it is our stack attack. Let's do it, man. I forget that I keep making these graphics. Woohoo! Love the new graphics, everybody. Check it out for the audio-only listeners. You know, I'm going to walk you through it. You know, we're trying to highlight, really using this new kind of granular data that we have access to, pitch splits and usage, and then split usage, and then advanced stats, X stats, and stuff like that, which I know people love barrels, and they should, but we've seen the production on barrels, that subsequent production we expected kind of go down and why someone like myself and now everyone out there listening to this 
is using blast, right? A blast being the ideal subset of barrels. So that, like a little tweak right there, is an edge because people don't have access to blast. It's not on Savant. It's not on Fangraph. So there you go. And there are players that have high blast rates, uh, barrel rates, I should say, without the blast rate. And those are the balls you really want to avoid. So you can see where barrel rate could be a bit misleading. All right, none of that. Less of that. How about this? More of this. Let's get up into it. It's the Reds. We're going to go for Reds righties against Eric Lauer, who I know looked really great out the box. 3-3 ERA, 1-2 whip. Year-to-date, not exactly the surface stats that we're generally going after. However, but, 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 but. But like the big shaking butt, like get the garden hose and the soapy water shaking butt. The fastball is down more than a mile an hour. That decline began on May 14th, and since then, five ERA, one four five whip since. 45% hard hit rate via stat cast, better than a 12% barrel and two home runs per nine. So we want to be looking at the flip side of that. Let's look at my boy Brandon Drury, plus 1100 OPS, a 476 ISO last 21 plate appearances against lefties, 969 OPS against lefties year to date, 20% barrel, 13% blast, like I mentioned, those are year to date numbers. And just a quick stop here. Remember, if you're not playing jock market, which is fine, these players are all DFS five. Bible. These are the teams we want to backfill in. And if you notice the emojis, those are linked to a key. There's a spending key that I have on Patreon, but don't worry, it's not Patreon. It's free Trion for you and me, Trion. How about what we, Trion, are doing out there in the jock market streets? And it's really just a high, medium, low setting. We don't like to pay more than 666 for anybody, right? That evil number kind of being a good point of... You can have him. You could just have him with the $25 top return. It really kind of caps possibility to be the top player on the board. Remember, we mentioned players hitting home runs and not returning a profit. Where in DFS, a home run returns a profit. So right, remember where how price plays into this and the inherent leverage found in jock market. What I mean is, if a price is low, it means demand is low. If price is high, it's because people want it, and that's when it's easier to let it go. So again, the reason why people like this, the reason why you out there are much smarter than the average bear, because you're thinking about... These things that understand things are not as binary as they used to be and as formats continue to change and our ability to get edge in different formats and highlighting that begins to change. That's exactly what we're going to do, right? So, uh, and again, if you met, man, very cool. I have it pinned to my Twitter handle, at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app, yo. I was on with Gil Alexander, beating the book. He's excellent. VEASAN's really been pushing us to the front, which I really do appreciate if any of those guys are listening about Man, we're talking about the back and forth with books. They're not posting these props. I have actually been hearing from people that are a bit known in the business. And from what I understand, they're waiting to find out what happens on this show first. These books are not posting props. None of our games are even out yet. Okay, they're not even out yet. It's not, it's, it's, you gotta have to keep your head on a swivel. Again, it's funny. This is the next wave. Look out for the two and a half total bases. The half bases is really a lot of back and forth. That's why you got to follow on Twitter and that Patreon page. Again, it's free just to keep up with it as the day changes, lumps, weather, and the like. Props are coming out really right now. That's the like the heart of the work right now. There's another one on the Reds. We got highlighted by the hitter model. It's Kyle Farmer killing lefties year to date. 58 plate appearances, 385 BA, 1200 OPS, 11 extra base hitch on the season, and a 16% bow rate versus lefties year to date. The one thing I did want to mention before that I got tangented off my tangent was when we mentioned 
total base props, we really want to be looking at ISO. ISO, very important, remember, is a extra base percentage. So the fact that we can score on this bet in a single at bat is huge. We want to get players at the front end of the lineup, which is huge. And if we're getting plus money on a guy with a very strong ISO, you know, these have been the plays that are scoring. And if you're following along, the this is what's hitting right now. This has been the goods. I've even had some people reach out. We're parlaying. There's a certain sites that will allow you to parlay the props that have the high juice. You know me. I'm not just chasing moonshots. But when we, the hit them model says grab it i can't pay 160 but if i get two guys at 160 i will pair those for plus money all right so that's the first red stack drury and farmer then we're going to the trolley dodgers in hollywood always up to no good for zach plesak 470 era 129 whip another butt 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 89 in zone contact 44 hard hit via stat cast and 11 percent bow rate here's a 385 expected woba year to date remember these are some of the stats that really kind of matter now that are taking into account launch angle and exit velocity velocity because line drives really matter this year it doesn't make them sticky year over year but if we're looking for kind of descriptive elements of hitter profiles that's really where we want to be i know plesak has three quality starts in a row remember people the year isn't opposite and inverse of buying the dip that would be selling the rip so plesak has three quality starts but it's versus oakland baltimore and casey let's sell the rip 836 ops versus lefties year to date we're looking at freeman who has a plus 800 ops year to date against righties and a double-digit bow rate. Also, Cody Bellinger, who has looked really good because lefty um, right-handed fastballs double-digit bow rate there and eight home runs. So it is kind of all or none for Bellinger. He's really going to be price-dependent but he's been pretty cheap, you know, but people do get that about him. And then last up, this is where the ISO element comes in. Let's do it real quick. It's Minnesota righties against Bumgarner. First six games and against Bumgarner. First six games for Bumgarner, I should say. 178 ERA, 112 whip. We were calling BS Fugazi all over that. Gold star on the big nose of the Cork Stats crew. Since then, 503 ERA, 1-5 whip, 6% swinging strike rate, 50% hard hit rate, and nearly two home runs per nine. So we're going to look at righties that have a... Um, 450 slug and nine home runs against you to date. This is against Bumgarner. Individualized pitches here. We're looking at the fastball and the cutter, which each have a plus 500 X slug. So we're looking for Minnesota Twins righties that crush left-handed fastball sets. And it's Byron Buxton jumping off the page. 22% barrel, 15 blast. Wow, 880 OPS against lefties. Year to date, a 370 ISO, six home runs. Remember, he's batting first or second. He's going to get the extra plate appearances with a 37% extra base hit rate. I'm not sure if this one's up. I might have been up and down. This has just been nuts lately. So a guy like Buxton is not going to be plus money. I think we're going to have to open up the parameter from plus money to, let's say, minus 115, minus 110. In these cases where a guy like Buxton is ridiculous, it's not just power, but it's average. It's also the plate appearance. It's also the context, right? So I think if we can draw up a kind of logic tree in our written rules, we can't. We don't need plus money on this if we're going to get the extra at bat, right? That would tip the scale in our probabilistic scenario. Where I was going with the ISO is also Correa. So Correa has some very strong left-handed splits. He might find his way into the pool today, depending on pricing. But again, the ISO is extremely low, like below 100. And I, that uh, yeah, just because that had been a piece of it, I don't want to say that was it. It was a ton of walks. 
Um, also pushing the OPS, right, which is has on base incorporated walks are not going to do it for us, right? So we want more an aggressive, more aggressive style, which Buxton really does. So it's Drury and Farmer, Reds righties, Freeman, Bellinger, Dodger lefties. Might be Lux even, right? If Lux is really cheap today, remember I don't want to surprise people when they see my sheet. If you see players that are not there and Buxton to go all the way. All right, let's get up into some fantasy stuff. I'm gonna be honest. I, I gonna. I'm not saying I'm, I'm just here or there a bit on fantasy. There's too much to do the whole weekend. That was not working, so we're not gonna do that. I think I want to stick with things that I think can help people. Right? What I do is that we're doing this really condensed kind of 115 EV off the crack of the bat explosion. I don't even know what this is. An amalgamated gauntlet of, you know, screaming baseball statistics, which I absolutely love, by the way, man. And if you love it too, please get up in the comments. Let me know how I'm doing. Get up on Twitter. Tag Patty Mayo. I'm going to be bringing you all the tools today that you love so much that you get only at Mayo Media Net. No one is doing what we're doing right now. Implied team totals, starting pitcher ranks for DFS, but also the starting pitcher sheet. You get all the advanced statistics that I'm talking about. They are formatted conditionally and set in a matchup view. We're going to pick the games. We're going to put out the rankings and the prices for jock market DFS. I mean, what we're doing is just insane. And if this show goes away, y'all going to miss us. You know what I'm saying? So let's get up into the fantasy thing. All right, I have quick notes for everybody, just the pertinent notes that I was looking at myself. We'll just blow through it really, really fast. And then I think I have a bit of a methodological, right? A kind of procedural aid, hopefully. Like the things that I do, and maybe in just in a minute or two, right? That could be more helpful than me trying to... So, all right. Let's just do the important news and notes, right? Atlanta, Albies is down, Orlando Arcia is up. I mentioned that because I didn't mention him on the ad page. He's a must add, maybe even in all formats, right? So make sure Orlando Arcia is added for Boston. Ivalde on the IL said he's okay. He's penciled in to make his next start. And then on the hitting side, my boy Bobby Dalback sat the last two. I don't understand why. One day off, of course, we got the second day off. I don't understand. He's hitting, he's being disciplined, making contact at his career high rate i don't understand all right cubs have had some injuries right magical down so vr started the last five it's really been a whipsaw but a lot of my roster ship of vr is in draft and hold so i'm gonna ride with him if you have him on benches he is viable you know the cubs we're getting to that point in the year where the weather is windy and the pitching is bad in that division so vr is viable Cincinnati Reds, Jonathan India is back. Love the way he helps the other ancillary pieces, right? Drury and Farmer getting a boost when pitchers have to worry about India and Votto. Look don't look now. You know, the Reds are a viable offense. Colorado, remember we circled Jonathan D- Daza. He's playing every single day. If he's going to produce at all, definitely a guy you got to keep your eye on because I think that's really the goal right now. There's only a few of these guys playing every single day that not everyone knows about yet. So that is a good one. Jonathan Daza for the Rockies and then half your games at Colorado. Never hurt anybody. The Angels have the extra game this weekend against Seattle, so it's kind of push those angels to the front of the list milwaukee brewers aaron ashby left the game forearm i was like gulp he said he's fine and gonna make his next start i guess i want to see it before i believe it and unfortunately our boy tyrone taylor on the hitting side is a drop he stunk played himself out of some playing time he is not viable anymore remember take those l's quick the reason why we get on board quick and don't overpay is so we can cut quick and not have to worry about it those two things kind of go hand in hand that way you don't feel married to the cost or have to work it into your calculus easy 
come. Easy go. No big deal. Minnesota Twins, my boy, Jorge Polanco has missed the last three with a sore back. It was like, no big deal. Today, today. See how these things happen. you got to be careful with the coach speak. Dr. Dave looking at you. Love the analysis on the injury stuff. Really do. I don't care. You know, he's true. He's the first person to call out. If you're unfamiliar, follow Dave McDonald. He's all with Justin Mason. Uh, friends of Fantasy Baseball. Friends of Fantasy Benefits Baseball Pod. And also wrote a source, my boy, Jake. I wish they'd get out there more often. But Dave, you know what? Agree or not, he's going to give you at least a side of injury analysis that maybe you're not familiar with. The first person to say, BS. You know, because people often say, oh, but they said he's okay. Well, okay, turn to day to day. And if you roll them out there, he's out now and might be on the IL. And who knows, could be worse than that. For the Mets, unfortunately, Tyler McGill, if you didn't see... Oh, he's down again. It was so exciting to put him back in the lineups, and now it would be so depressing to get him out right shoulder. That's a concern. He always had, already had right bicep. This could be the end of the season. I don't mean to do that yet. Don't rage drop him just yet, but listen, let's be realistic. To Philadelphia, really disappointing and a bit of a surprise. Bryson Stott has sat two of the last three. Now, granted, they were all against lefties, so maybe that has something to do with it. For Hiram Munez, who will hit a home run, of course. So, you know, this has been a thing for us all year. Whenever our guys sit, whoever gets called up just seems to produce. So keep an eye on that. Stott, who I did really like, and I love the post-hype. Then I love the post-hype. Post-hype. And he was producing. Now, it may have playing time be a threat. Keep an eye on that. To Seattle, they do have the extra game. Also, Abraham Toro playing every single day. He's another one of those guys. Kind of slipped through the cracks. I saw him on 15-team free agent list. And man, I've just come to learn if you see a hitter, anybody on a NFBC 15-team list, you know, I want to be clear, it's not the main event. They are main event qualifiers, but also to qualify that, a lot of the people in there are main event players and very good ones at that. These leagues are highly competitive and they're not easy. I would I would caveat it with because they're all or none, which I really like. They're a buck. 125 bucks because I wanted to get into it. The difference is the overall, but listen, I'll worry about the overall. Let's worry about winning those leagues first. Another good piece of advice, people. So, Stott was a bit of a disappointment. Toro playing every day. Um, another guy we really liked for the Cardinals, Juan Yepes, has played himself out of an everyday role, which is really sad. He, but And I think the lesson there is sometimes I have a habit of when I'm doing lineups because I'm doing a bunch of them to, if you don't see an injury and a name looks good, to kind of just breeze past it. Well, Yepes not. Not playing every day and playing appearances <laughs> playing appearances absolutely matter that team really good so the context is great but he's not really um playing i think i had one more yeah toronto um leody Tavares playing the last four for texas that was another one of those guys so it's jonathan daza abraham toro and leody Tavares. as you go into this weekend if you're desperate those are guys that are playing and boba left the game he said he's fine day to day but again you got to be careful. If you have the liberty of waiting until lineups are out, if he's not in the lineup again, it becomes tough. You know, losing a third um, of the games for the weekend can really hurt you. Let's get up into the betting side, which the, the parlay stuff has absolutely been brutal this year. But again, I think we've learned again in real time lots of lessons today of why a parlay betting is not a plus EV. You know, it's just what it is. There have been people who have made money, and I, so have I. I've posted, I've posted wins over a year being smart with parlay betting. However, this is what happens. You know, two out of three every single day, every single day. And then the times that you get down to the last game in the critical spot, you don't get it. And you feel like, oh, well, you're going to get the next one, and you don't get it. And you get the next one, and you don't get it. And now we're spending like three and a half weeks where you just can't get a break. Meanwhile, if you were betting small and betting smart on all the individual stuff, 
gosh, we just we're we are we are in the black all the time. I'm not gonna say every day, but we're in the black all the time. And if you're playing, you know this, because again, the model is very smart, and again, we'd like to highlight prices and stuff. So let's get into it for the audio only listeners. You know, I won't leave you hanging. Uh all let's get right into it. Detroit F5 money line. It's always gonna be Scooble. Very hard to look for Detroit to seal the deal. I know the offense is unpalatable. Scooble has been great to Cincinnati and Hunter Green and then to San Diego. But San Diego, if you notice, is going to be the cover. These are all F5s that are becoming very hard to find in the morning. And if you find them in the morning, you got to hit them fast because they're moving. I think I like all of these as full games plays. Maybe not the Tigers. They really have become very difficult to back to look for a win. Um, really quick, because I think we do have a minute or two. School Bulls got John Gray. School Bulls just been phenomenal with the sub three Sierra, all the stuff you want to see. The 28% K rate, maybe what we expected, but the 4% walk rate, not at all. 23% K minus walk, exactly where you want to be. The, a lot of the location metrics kind of popping off the chart. 44% shadow is excellent. Means he's working the edges, pairing it with a 47% ground ball rate, 6% barrel. This is where you want to be a 284 x but on the season for Tariq Skubal. John Gray has been good as well, but all the metrics just a tick higher. You know, the walk rate above 10%, where's where you begin to get worried. That shadow rate, where I mentioned for Skubal, is up above 44. Gray's is really low, down below 40, to give you an idea. Though Gray does get ahead of people, he does not induce chases. And that is a problem when paired with the elevated line drive rate this year. So I do like Detroit for, you know, 15 outs. Remember, just like yesterday, people have said, you're crazy. I didn't like Baltimore, so I'm not in credit here. I like Toronto. But had you said, I like Bal-, you know, I like Baltimore. I like Tyler Wells. And people would have laughed at you. Remember, it's baseball. It's incredibly varied. And especially for F5, we only talk about 15 outs. Have confidence. Really have confidence. You really need to. Anything can happen. Once the game starts, I got news for you people that are into Kelly criterion and stuff and trying to determine your own edge. We can't tackle the entire thing now. I will just say this. Most of these games, whatever they may be, are closer to 50% than any of us want to admit. Okay, that's that's where I'll just leave it. We can get into it beyond that. I'm not saying they're all like that. Edge does exist. Favorites do exist. Probability and range of outcomes do exist, but on a single game basis, a lot of these things are close at 50% to win one of Like, that's just the truth. And that's why I don't pay juice. I'd rather just leave these things. So you notice all three of these games at 120 or better, but you'd have to giddy up. Let's do the Reds really, really quick. You know, we like Hunter Green. We talked about the flip side for Eric Lauer. So a lot of times our bets are going to feed off of work that we had in the top. So we do like the Reds' offense. So I think they're going to score, which I think has been really important. And I think sometimes that is part of my issue with handicapping. Sometimes I fall too in love with the pitching side and forget you really got to pair it. You got to hit. You know, you got to hit because even good pitchers could give up a run or so. But if you're really outmatching the other side, it's not going to work for you. So I think we have the pitching edge here with Hunter Green. He's been excellent. I mean, the strikeout stuff just through the roof, pairing a 30% K with an 80% in zone contact rate. He's beat you in, beat you out of the zone. He is excellent right now. And remember, a lot of those issues were front-loaded. He does give up home runs, but the Milwaukee offense is really not very good right now. They're leading the league in double plays. Last seven, bottom five in Ks. They're not walking too many ground balls. That number's up over 45%. Again, that's leading to a lot 
of the double plays if they're getting guys on. But like I said, they're swinging and missing. Not what you want to be doing when you're about to face Hunter Green, who is a strikeout machine right now. So we'll take the Reds. And then we have the Padres. They're going to Colorado, who absolutely stinks. Something you've noticed also that I haven't actually been taking sides this year in Colorado again because it's important to find scoring and we have the pitching as it's Mackenzie Gore against Kyle Freeland I'm surprised this this number is as close as it is it's just a landslide as far as pitching Gore very very good and Freeland really really not and then on offense we got it as well pretty distinct edge for San Diego last seven days leading the league in runs and doubles 850 OPS and the disciplinary metrics are there 89% in zone contact rate top five line drive rate 139 WRC plus flip side to the Rockies who stink only one home run as a team the last seven days 620 OPS 2% bounce Rate 63 WRC plus. This one's not even close. Look for the cover again in the Padres. And if you notice again, I have a prop there without a price. I see this is somewhere else I got in trouble. I felt so pressed to give number bets that were on the books that were taking bets I didn't love and losing. You know, or bets that were hits, but not my primary bets. And that's really important to be selective. So that's the last lesson before we get out of here for the day and for the week is be selective. Take your pitch. Wait for your pitch, I should say. Our pitch are the Reds' total base props. They're not listed. The book don't want none of us. When Drury and Farmer in particular, right? So guys like Vado and India are going to be juiced up. We're not going to be interested in that. A guy like Drury might. So he might qualify for that 115. Now, he's not quite Byron Buxton. I'm not going to try and equate those two. But top three lineup spot, excellent environment, right? I think where the Cincinnati hitting environment is one of those things that boosts the whole idea up. Farmer is probably going to be a plus, so we want to nail that. We're going to be backfilling into Cincinnati today, and that will do it for the big show. Boom, baby! Come on, man. Where else can you get the nuance of context? And this feels like a perfect time to beg for the like before we get out of here. We are now posting an incredible like to watch ratio and these are very important right the likes the watches are not as high as I want but if you're watching this I can't ask you for two I wouldn't ask you for more than you can give but I really don't have a problem asking you for free stuff right come on man this is the world and I really I think that's part of why people gravitate to me like I don't mind being real the stuff I put out is free think about all the work and I even I've got logos we're formatting stuff you see the work on Twitter that I do every day I don't have to do all this stuff Pat doesn't have to do all the stuff that he does that we do but we do because you do so you know you do that do do and press the thumbs up button man whatever that means so I think that'll do it I'm starting to ramble make no sense but you gotta laugh you gotta laugh in life it keeps the work fun if you begin to resent the work the production is gonna suffer and just as I'm like really into I never want to stop working come the weekend I'm gonna do a little bit of work tomorrow morning get some stuff out for you and then I'm gonna unplug you know, and enjoy the fam. That's my thing. You don't have to be a Disney guy like I am. I'm not telling you that's the only way. Whether it be writing or painting, find something that fulfills you. I, I suggest it not be gambling, but anything but gambling. Anything, anything. People like to cook. People like to work out. People like to read martial arts. Anything that you're into. Fulfill yourself with something other than gambling. It's going to make you better at the end. And if you're into any of the other stuff, like I just feel like it just... It, it helps out, guys. I just don't know why. It just I feel like being good, right? The garbage in, garbage out. The opposite is positive in, positive out. I give.
give and I get and I stay happy and I appreciate that good attitude. Keeps me working hard and happy while we do it. So download the Jock Market app. The thing is free. Promo code is MMN. The first hundred bucks is free. If it's free, it's for me, everybody. So I think that'll do it. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Enjoy those games. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, yo. A check is on Monday, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, yo. Peace. Thank you.